Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. 36-yard line of Philly. Shotgun snap to Hertz. Dropping back. Only one person rushing. Hertz looking, standing still, winding up. Long pass that lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeros on the clock. It's over. It's over. Chiefs have won! The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal. Trailing at 10 at the halftime stop, 24-14. They go on to win 38-35. What a game. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Yes, yes. New intro. I don't like it. Caught us a little off guard. It's it's about 20 seconds shorter, which I think people in general are going to be happy about. Let me pull up the cameras, show our beautiful faces. Well, there's mine. Let me get get Justin's up here now if I can find the proper buttons. There we go. Let's transition that over. Get a good look at us here in the studio. Uh, Episode 371 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. And we are here this evening to talk about Super Bowl 57, which was a week ago. At this moment, we were probably approaching halftime, and the Eagles were winning by 10. Yeah. And yeah. as we all know, that's, they that's did not, not how it ended. They did not hold on to that lead, no. So I, I know it's been— Despite uh, what someone tried to give me a hard time about, they did not blow a 10-point fourth quarter lead. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, they blew a 10-point second half lead. Yes, they did. In, it, that is correct. It was a 10-point second half lead, but it was not a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. I believe it was six. Was it six points? To, I like think early fourth. Yeah, 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 early fourth. Uh, but yeah, so we're here to kind of do an autopsy on Super Bowl it's a good, 57. That's a good way of putting it. Right. Well, I didn't want to say uh, in, in an, uh, any other manner. The to, post-mortem. <laughs> Ooh, something my watch is talking to me as if I, I summoned Siri. I did not. So, uh, no. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for what went down last week. Uh, I, I know people are very upset about it. Rightfully so. That's I well, mean, yeah, it's your team loses a like, title. That's, that's rough. What, right. Right. Well, that's the nature of sports. Right. And as the nature Phil- of Philly sports, Philadelphia has lost three championships in the last ninety days. You know, technically, oh, in nine, sure, ninety days. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last calendar year, you can throw in the Philadelphia Stars of the USFL yes. also falling yes. in the championship yes. game. I, I just remembered that yesterday because the XFL 3.0 debuted yeah. yesterday. I watched the first game. I don't know if I'm going to have a, quote, fandom for that. I'm just going to enjoy watching football randomly. Like, I'll just be a casual fan. Like, if it's on, I'll, it's, I'll watch it. If there's nothing on, I'll find it. So I was trying to figure out, like, what team am I going to root for if that's a thing? Because there's no Philadelphia team in the XFL. There's close teams, but, like, I got a thing about New York and Washington as a Philadelphia sports fan outside of the Eagles. I don't know that I can get behind them. I like right. Defenders as a, as a name for a team, and it's been there plenty of times before. 
but I'm also partial to players that are local playing uh, in the yeah. XFL or played at Penn State and are playing yeah. in the XFL. Seattle Sea Sea Dragons have Michael Mennett, who right. went to Exeter. Right. So I was kind of favoring them. Uh, but a buddy of mine who hosts a uh, pop culture, kind of like a geek nerd uh, podcast, uh, is working for the Renegades okay. in, Ar- in Arlington. Well, there we go. And I watched that game yesterday. He's working communications for them on game day. So uh, congratulations to Zach Arnold for uh, fulfilling uh, a dream of his on, yeah. on the side of his uh, his normal job. That's his uh, passion and that is right. his trajectory. That's where he wants to be working in sports communications. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a game day gig now with the Renegades. So, so cool. Uh, that was an exciting game yesterday to kick off the XFL season. I haven't followed much the last uh, last night or today what happened, but it's nice to have football as an option with the NFL now in the books. So, yeah, Super Bowl 57, come and gone, over with. Everyone's home from Arizona, and I still – it's going to be a talking point for a while just because of our location, right, and right. I don't think Eagles fans are going to be ready to move on until, honestly, probably baseball starts because Which, of the prospects of the Phillies this year. Thankfully, um, you know, so yeah, losing losing championships stinks. Um, however, um, the Phillies going to November and the Eagles going until the week of pitchers and catchers reporting right. is uh, – it is, is awesome. Those, uh, it, it's awesome. Those seasons. Um, you know, and look, we it stinks to lose the championship. Like, there's no getting around that. But it's despite what as much as it stinks, like it's I'd I'd rather make it than than be what my team's okay. So let's just address these individually. Like the Phillies. Like making it and not winning to a team that is was projected to be there all year right. versus the Phillies, who some people thought could could make it, but the vast majority did not, and they finished third in their division and all that stuff. But like, you know, like it, it's a very different situation. Like, but like the Eagles is is different to a degree because they did win just five years ago, but the Phillies were pretty bad. Well. Mediocre to to below mediocre right. the last decade, you know. So like to get there, okay. It's, it's it was awesome. It was awesome to have meaningful baseball games in September and October, you know, like <laughs> and um, November, right? Like that was that was awesome and it was fun and like our our kids now have gotten into it, you know, like oh, so super like, into it better, right? For better so or like, worse, right? Exactly. And so like it, it's one of those things where. You know what? That's just kind of the way it goes. And I, I talked to a number of people about this. Um, I joked with you. A semi-alarming number of people uh, came up to me on Monday at, at work and were asking if I was okay. They're giving you a welfare check. <laughs> yes. Um, and and I said, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm disappointed. But, like, it's just – it is what it is. I think a couple things factor into that. One, age – Right, I, I've gotten older, and there's a bit more perspective with that. Two, and this is huge. The Eagles have won. Right, the Eagles have won. Um, and I've seen I've seen the Eagles win. I've seen the Phillies win. Like so, like I I, I have some of that. Like okay, like it's not like it's never going to happen. You know, like okay. Um, a third part of it is like I I was watching with my son. I can't like lose it while while he's there. 
Um, Keep you grounded a little right. bit. And you know what? Like, it is just and, – and this is a big part of it, and I talked about it with uh, an Eagles fan that I eat lunch with most days. Um, we, we talked a lot about it. Like, a, a big part of it, for me, this does not necessarily apply to everyone, but for me and this guy's – don't hate Kansas City. Right. Like, I. It was different when it was New England. The other two Eagles Super Bowls in my lifetime, they played New England and they lost one to New England. And this is not, this is not a shot, but like looking back, that was in the middle of the Patriots, one of their big scandals that involved like Super Bowl stuff. Not, not necessarily the Patriots, but like the whole Spygate stuff and like how they seemingly knew plays and, and things like that was, was weird from those first three. Now, the, the Patriots were better than the Eagles in 2005, I think that was. Yeah. Like, like so – and the Eagles had a shot and they didn't get it done, right? Like, but then the Eagles in their first Super Bowl take a backup quarterback and beat Tom Brady in arguably statistically his best Super Bowl. Right. Like, and Nick Foles statistically wasn't as good, but like essentially in terms of results outplayed Tom Brady. Like, right. you know, like what – it doesn't get any better than that. And no, in this doesn't. one – you have next, maybe the next goat, right? Like the baby goat, like, but right. the ties with Chad. And and for me, like, I'm really happy for Andy Reid. We talked about it last Saturday. Two two Super Bowls, first ballot Hall of Famer. Like Andy right. Reid's first Andy, ballot Hall yeah. of Famer. And, and maybe more. Like maybe maybe he'll get more. Um, right, yeah. But like, and you're also, and I know this is, some people are like, oh, no, he's not there yet. But like, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is a Hall of Famer at this point. Yeah. He's, he's one well, too. See, I always – and people that push back on that, they better also say that Terrell Davis doesn't deserve it because Terrell Davis was electric for a few years right. and won multiple Super Bowls. He's not doing or, what Patrick Mahomes – Or look or at – he didn't do what Patrick Mahomes look at is like, doing. Look at what like wide receivers or probably virtually any running back in the last 30 years did like – that, yeah, they, maybe they were in the league eight to ten years, but they're like where they actually were the guy was probably a five year period. Yeah, you know, it, that's not all of them because otherwise you don't get to the Hall of Fame. Like I, I realize that, but there's a reason why teams forever haven't kept running backs after they were thirty. Yeah, and and a big chunk of that time you weren't getting running backs at like age twenty or twenty one. You were getting them at age twenty two, Two, twenty yeah. three, twenty four. So like, it, it's you know it. Yeah, that bothers me to some degree. Now, like if it's a flash in the pan, like a one or two year thing, like that, that I understand. But like this has been going long. I know Mahomes still feels new. Right. He's not no. new. He's young. Is it was which this is his great. sixth season? Because I, he was drafted in seven. I think it's his sixth season. His fifth as a starter. His fifth as a starter. Right. right. And and in the five years as a starter, and someone ran this down. It might have even been Florio and Pro Football right. Talk, but they looked at it this way: twenty eighteen. His first year as a starter was that the year they lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game? Yes, and, and that and, was. And for the record, they didn't go and change the overtime rules because of that. When right. and they would have won if not for an offsides. Well, call. that the D Ford, it, right? That was the D Ford yep. thing. Well, all right, yep. and some and, and whoever this article, I, and I apologize, I don't remember where I read it. It may have been PFT. They said 2018, they're a D Ford penalty away from going to the Super Bowl. His first year as a starter. Right. The next year they go and win the Super Bowl. Right. The next year they go and lose the Super Bowl, and then last year it takes overtime, right, to Joe Burrow. Right. right? The Bengals right. beat him in overtime. Right. Like he's literally 
and, two plays away from playing in he's never played five straight. He's never played an away game, a true away game in, in the, right. not in the playoffs. Not counting the Super Bowl. Right, not counting the Super Bowl. And up until the Super Bowl, which was close, it was like, what, one and a half points, something like that. Yeah. Like, he's never been an underdog in the playoffs. Yeah. Now, which in in theory makes sense if you're the one seed. A lot of times you're going to be, yeah, you should, right, unless right. you're the Eagles with Nick Foles, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, like, but I'm pretty sure they but, got the let. La- but to go back, like, I don't, I like, I don't hate the Patriots. Or, oh, <laughs> whoa! Hold on. <laughs> okay, careful. Actually, we'll go on there. Yeah, I don't hate the Patriots. I just strongly uh, dislike them. Okay. I, okay. I, fair but, enough. But fair to enough. go, I don't have those feelings for the Chiefs. I, I don't. You know, and. For the most part, I like a lot of like the stuff we talked about last week. A lot of the trash talk wasn't coming from the Chiefs, right? Or the Eagles. It was coming from the other teams that those teams had beaten or mm-hmm. didn't were avoided facing right. on the way there. Yeah, it was the 49ers, Vikings, and for Cowboys. the most part, minus Juju. Like I feel like now. It, now to be fair, I really have cut down on my sports media intake this week. Like fair enough, significantly. Just because like I don't, I don't need to. Why would I do that to myself? Right. No, I completely um, agree. Like not, when the, when the Phillies lost, I was like, I can't be around right. this. So like right every now. every morning, I listen to I put on ESPN Radio, and it, while I'm in the shower and everything, I know, I know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna punch me for that, <laughs> and, and you're, it's gonna get worse. But like, I actually have really changed my opinions on two guys, uh, Keyshawn Johnson and and uh, Max um, Kellerman. Yeah, like. Now, now again, listen. Not to the point where I'm like, oh, I love these guys, but like I used to not really be able to stand either one of them. As long as you're not a Ma- McAfee bro, I gotta draw the line. I gotta draw the line there. I'm sometimes amused. Like I'm sometimes amused, but we've had that conversation. Not, I, dude. I'm all in on New Heights, man. Like, I, oh that, yeah, that's my stuff. One hundred percent. And and I kind of feel like this will sound really weird, but you understand. Like seeing like Jason Kelsey go through and like process some of the things like I I'm like, well, if he can get over these, I know his brother won and like, there's a different thing, but like if he can be a certain way about this, like I certainly should be able to handle it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a fan. It, it's all it is. Right. But we talked about this. Like I, like I willingly admit I care probably way too much about things like my team winning the Super Bowl or whatever. However, that's what makes it fun for me. And it's fun when they win and it's right. Sucks when they lose. If you but listen, it, if it because I care, that's why it's fun when they win. Like if I did not care, like then in my mind, I wouldn't care if they win. And like, and that's fine. Like, not everybody has to care. Like, I get that. We we joke about this every year. Like, what do you mean like two thirds of the country doesn't watch the Super Bowl? Like, right. literally, like, what do you what do? were the two hundred and ten million <laughs> people not watching the Super Bowl? What were they doing? Right. What were they doing? But at the same time, I'm like, I can't – that thought doesn't even cross my mind. I'll joke about it sometimes. Like if it was – and again, even now it would be hard. But like if it was like Patriots, like Tom Brady in Patriots prime against the Cowboys, like I would joke like, hey, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like – but guess what I would do? Watch, watch the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl because like I can't fathom not watching the Super Bowl unless I'm on the Jamaica trip and you're like on your way home at that time. Yeah. Those are the Super. Those are the only Super Bowls I haven't watched. Were, were would be those would be that happened twice. But like, listen, that's that's what makes it cool. And I used to talk about this when I was younger. I know it's a little different just because of the way things have gone. But I'm like, I used to say like a Yankees fan will never 
understand like that it will they it will ne- they will never appreciate the Yankees the way I appreciate the Phillies. Why? Because and again, this was a long time ago because they grew up with their teams being the best. They grew up with their teams like winning championships left and right. Guess what? I went through my team being awful, like historically really bad. bad twice. Like, right. And then <laughs> we've gone through that twice right. now. And then and then and then they win. And like, yeah, you know what? Like they don't have as many total championships. But you know what? That one means more to me than any of those then means you're to you. Twenty seven or whatever. Obviously I can't actually like quantify or qualify that. Like I, I can't do that. But you would never convince me that that 2008 Phillies World Series means more or means less to me than any of the Yankees championships means to a Yankees fan. You know what I mean? Like now it's been since 2009, I believe like, so like you could have some Yankees fans who were like young and don't really remember that. Like, uh, okay. Like I, they're starting to get to that point where the Phillies were, you know, like there were some people where it had been a long time for the Phillies, but they they had they had seen the championship. You know, I'd never seen a Phillies or a Philadelphia championship. Right. And so like the level of caring is what makes it great. It's what makes it stink. But like you get what you put in, and like I'm I'm in on it. And so like you have to take the downs with the ups. And I hope you know I know it doesn't work like that. Like I'd love to look at that Jalen Hurst performance, which I'm sure we'll talk about, and be like, man. I'm so pumped, you know, because like that's good things. I know it doesn't work like that. Look at look at it, it's been one year, but Joe Burrow. There's no guarantee you, you, you get back that next year, you right. know. Like, but but it's just it, that's just the way it goes. And, and caring is what makes it awesome. Like, I would say, you know, we're, both of us are now approaching completion of four decades here <laughs> on this earth uh, in the next, you know, which is insane. Year, eighteen months. Not quite two years, but I would say, honestly, my sports fandom is probably as high as it's ever been. What has changed is my reaction to disappointment. Yeah. Because I am fully invested in NFL in general. College football is very Penn State focused, but I I still will watch almost anything. I don't. Say I know it. There's also 130 teams, so it's not like right. the NFL where there's 32. But right. I don't know everything about college football. Right. But in general, like there's NFL, also college games football, that don't come on until 10:30 right. on a Saturday right. night. You know, but baseball, it's just Phillies. Hockey, right. it's just Flyers. Basketball, it's just Sixers. You know. Uh, well, just quick side note: I saw somebody said that like y- you can joke about the Philadelphia like lack of success in championships in the past year, but they're like. The Flyers are the worst in Philly right now because like people are indifferent and indifferent yeah, is, is, is a bad spot That's to really be. Really bad, yeah. Well, they're not. They're they're kind of what we talk about all the time. They're in the worst spot. Absolutely. Where they're, I, they're they're not even average. They're not middle. No. But in the NHL and and in the NBA, because there's so few players that impact the play. Yeah. You need to get those impact players when they come up in the draft or free agency. Oh, and there's a generational and there's talent a, yeah, available Connor this Bedard year. Is available. You need to have that number one pick, and the Flyers aren't bad enough to probably Flyers, get higher odds. I, I, I hate to say this because, like, I'm not saying they need they should tank. That's not what I'm saying. It would benefit the Flyers to lose every game they have remaining. Well, they're going to have a good chance to do that because they should be <laughs> selling people, but in front of the March third NHL trade deadline, sell them all. Van Riemsdyk is most likely to be the and one that I will feel get bad, them something in like, return. It's just the way it is. Yeah, sorry, not, just, we don't need that tangent. No, we we can't we can't afford that. But to just to finish the fandom talk, like. 
I am fully invested in NFL, college football, and then those three three teams that I mentioned, the three Philadelphia teams. And what is now made it even more so is Natalie is like yeah. full. Like Natalie got followed Phillies. Like she and she comes down now, and it's like, aren't the Flyers on? I'd be like, I don't even know. Right, like, right. It's not that I'm not interested. It's just like I used to know the schedule off the top of my head. I'd be like, yeah, the Flyers are on this night, right. and the Phillies are on this night, whatever. But she comes down, she's like, I think the Flyers are on, and we'll like turn. Okay, it's awesome. So yeah, so we watched Phillies hardcore throughout the summer, and then with the magical playoff run that was awesome. And she just looked forward to watching football on Sunday. So this was a pretty good time for sports fandom in my life because now my daughter at least one of them so far and natalie's a few years older so maybe Haley will come around she wants to sit there and watch these things she wants to go to these things she's been going to some of the high school basketball games with me so it's been a lot of fun but i also despite having that you know fandom still way up here it's still up at a hundred I've had to step back with my reactions to disappointments because i don't want it to ruin the time with my daughters with the family in 100%. general. Like I like I, I just remember two plus years ago now, it was during the COVID Penn State season when Penn State lost to Indiana. Yeah. Like uh, that play that I'm still convinced he was down and mm-hmm. that was not a two point conversion. No, absolutely. I just remember like you know, screaming, being upset, walking out of the room for just a few minutes and like immediately like having to turn it off. Now inside I was still screaming. Like it was still bothering me, but I didn't let that affect my outside composure or what we were going to do next as a family. Right. Whether it was just eating dinner, whether it was watching a movie, whether it was playing a game, whatever it was. I was like, I'm not letting this impact because right. that's when other people will get upset with you. You know, right. if you let right. the sports Which then it only makes it worse. And now you're you. not disappointed, but like you have frustrations and anger or whatever over things outside of that game. And then it's just like, what, have, what, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm, I, yes. So like it, it yes and the same thing and yeah I, I just try to make sure that like I I just let it go the best I can like yeah. and I joke about this I joke about this but again you understand it's not that I I care less it's just I am better at internalizing it yeah. and I don't mean like not dealing with it it just means like I'm reprioritizing like I'm like look Right. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's gonna stink. And I didn't sleep well Sunday night, but like, guess what? I slept like a baby Monday night, <laughs> and like, I finished two books this week. And now, I did to be to be very clear, I did not start either of those books this week. Like, they but both, no, I they finished. Both, you both I finished both them this week. this week. One was pretty cool. Um, the last fighter pilot. It's about, and I think I sent you like it, the book starts in the in the very beginning. It talks about like, um, the last official casualty of world war two oh, yes, was this guy that. who is um a distant relative of a famous actress and like it, it's just one of those things it's like well, that's crazy but like it's yeah. a, it's a cool story it's not a long read but like i i i reprioritize some of those other things and like i said i remove myself from a lot of the sports talk not not because well in part because i don't want to hear it but the other part was like I don't want to subject that myself to that, get frustrated or upset about it, and then spend my time and energy focused on that when instead, like, I'll take Austin and get his the rest of his gear for his upcoming lacrosse pre- like season, you know, like, and he's, he's trying lacrosse for the first time, you know, like, that's awesome. And, like, um, you know, let's, you know, just things like that. 
you know, like I, I was focused on on other things, and I I'm glad that I handle it that way now, mm. as opposed to just letting yeah. it kind of be all consuming. Yeah, yeah. So I I can't remember if it was 2016 or 2017, but I I just remember thinking like how like disappointed I was in myself after it was Penn State losing to Michigan State. Yeah. Which happened in both those years. Yeah. That's why I don't know what year it was. Right. right. I want to say it was 2017 because I feel like I was angry because I was like, this just happened last year. How do you let it happen two years in a row? Right. In the second year, was the second year we had him at home, I believe? Yes. Because was 2016 we the weird year where it rained or something? Yeah. It was like the. Or, it was, was it 16, 17 or 17, 18? I thought it was 16, 17 because it was okay. Saquon and then no Saquon. Well, that would have been seventeen, eighteen, then. Okay. Because Saquon. I thought it was Saquon, no Saquon. Okay, I then it thought, was seventeen, eighteen. I thought it was seven. That would make more sense because twenty sixteen, they only lost two games in the regular season, right. and it wasn't to Ohio State and Michigan State. Right, right, right. So yeah, so it must have been fall of twenty eighteen. They lost again to Michigan State after the same thing happened in twenty seventeen. They yep. blew a lead to Ohio State, yep. and then they lost the next game yep. to Michigan State. That happened two years in a row, and it was that in twenty eighteen, I believe that. I was I was so despondent for like like, mm-hmm. I, like I ruined the rest of the the Saturday right. because like I couldn't get over how angry I was with the way that game went, and then ever since then I've been like, take five minutes afterwards, <laughs> compose yourself. It sounds ridiculous to non sports fans. No, but, but like, I completely dire- get it. Yeah, I know you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you get it, and most of the people listening probably get it too, uh, whether live or uh, in podcast form, but. Yes, uh, but I just like there were bigger things then, and right, you know, and I'm hoping now to teach Natalie that right. disappointment will happen. Now she already witnessed it with the Phillies. Well, that's like that's she's right. already got that under her belt. To so. be honest, like as much as it it was tough, like it was harder for me in the moment. It was harder for me two weeks before that when the Bengals lost on that field goal. For and you Austin. had to let Austin know, right? Well, right, like that was harder. Now in the like. Corresponding like days, like obviously the Eagles one was harder because like I cared more right. about that one. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, but that that fandom piece is tough. But like that's that's all part of the gig. So let's let's talk specifics about the game. Now. Okay. So first up, do we want to go like broader, like look at stats and players, or we want to look like at moments in the game? Um, it doesn't matter I, me. Well, well, I mean, let's start with the biggest thing that I think most people were discussing. And I feel like there's various levels to this. And that's the penalty at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. Second year in a row that it happened. I wanted to, and I did not. I wanted to go back and watch the one against Logan Wilson on the Bengals. Because I remember being very upset last year. I don't even remember it from last year because I was kind of, eh, whatever. You know, I, I, I wanted the Bengals to win. Uh, I didn't really have anything against the Rams, but you know I'm not a Jalen Ramsey fan, right, and they're right. just no, like they're people on the team that are just like, what? Like, yeah. No, and I I really like Joe Burrow, and I know right. there's some people out there that like think that's crazy. Yeah, I don't, but I, I, he doesn't I, bother me. I, I don't know yeah. the people that, but same thing about Mahomes. Like there are people that like trash him all the time. I'm like, what has he done? To, like unless you are a Broncos, <laughs> Raiders, right. Right. Chargers fan, right? How does anyone else in the – maybe the 49ers because he came back and beat you. Right. Like you might have but some that's beef. All, that's a, that's, that's your also problem. on you. Uh, but I, I just – I don't understand how you don't like some of these young quarterbacks. Right. 
Um, I don't want to get into the Josh Allen thing because I'm biased in that regard. I fit into the uh, right. the Chiefs, Raiders, right, right, Chargers, right. you know that thing with Mahomes. Whereas, like, I can't with Josh Allen. Right. I just can't. But I, I don't understand why people don't like Patrick Mahomes, I, and I don't understand why people don't like Joe Burrow. I just they haven't. They're not at like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady level of tomfoolery on and off the field, and no each of those in varying degrees. Okay, I would take Tom Brady over Rodgers and Favre every day of the week. By the way, then I don't yeah. just mean on the field. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Um, honestly, Brady the last three years does not has not bothered me at all. Did I want him to beat the Chiefs? No, I didn't. Right, right. But, but Brady being Brady these last three that. years, like, we've talked about I, it. Honestly, it doesn't it bother bo- me. The, what bothered me is that I want to dislike him, and he right. made it and harder he made it, to right. do. He made it harder to do. Yes, absolutely. So. Why am I bringing that up? Oh, because the Bengals lost right, last right, right, year. Right, right. I, I wanted Joe Burrow and the Bengals win. They lost. There was a – and I believe I was very upset that they called this. But I wanted to go back and rewatch it because I didn't want to be talking on both sides of my mouth and be you know, hypocritical about what I said. But I didn't go back and watch the Logan Wilson foul. What I remember at the time or what I'm thinking I was saying at the time was he did not grab him at all. There was contact, right, 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 but right. there was no grabbing. I could I could probably pull it up and we right. could watch it as we discuss. So once you take over, maybe I'll right. try to do that. But I remember being disappointed that they let that have in, an impact on the game because it didn't look like a foul to me. Now, fast forward a year, and here we are again. However, I feel, without reviewing that play, that this was different because when it happened live, I was like, this dude's all over. Oh, yeah. Uh him and they show then the replay showed he was grabbing him and i was like that's a flag right like there was not anything in my head and i tried to leave my bias aside that i wanted the chiefs to win that and and this goes back just to the championships games we had discussions about because didn't happen the Bengals chiefs game uh on on a few occasions people talking about the the refs and like if it's a foul in the first minute of the game it's a foul the last minute of the game right and that opens up pandora's box of the other part of this that we're going to get to right right that was absolutely a penalty like i i the people and of course they're eagles fans right saying it's not a penalty it's just not true right right. like (laughs) i i do appreciate that like i've only really discussed the game with a few people because like i just don't want to like actually discuss other than they're like oh yeah you know like you were saving it for tonight right right but like the same thing like i again this is full on like me admitting like the fan i don't want it called but that is because i want the eagles to win like i i'm i'm not separating those two it 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 was a penalty like i'm i don't want anyone to like misinterpret that and you you know where i'm coming from here but like i don't want it called because it negatively affected my yeah, team it's a How, however however like it it is a foul i like that and this is this is a common theme that comes up. I like that Bradbury just owned up to owned it. it. Yep. Yeah, I grabbed him. 100%. I, was, I was hoping they wouldn't call it. I grabbed him. Separate from that, and to be clear, I know that this is not the rule. I'm not saying this should have negated it. I don't think Juju makes that catch. However, I don't know that Patrick throws it. He saw the hold. Right. He saw it right away. So he knew that that so you know it, I know, it probably was going to be a free play right so like i i understand that like he may not throw it and he was just throwing it deep you know throwing it because it doesn't a, matter away yeah but like i i don't think even if he holds if he if he just contacts him doesn't hold him i don't think he makes that catch because it was it was a long way no, away from I, I, I don't disagree with that but 
again, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it was uncatchable and pass interference. It's not the same penalty. It's not to say like I, I don't want anyone to mix that up with. I mean, I'll stop putting my hand in front of the camera. Too. Oh, um, getting animated, <laughs> moving my hands more. Um, I I don't know if this is the part you were kind of uh, alluding to. It does, and again, it it was a penalty. If the Eagles don't want him to score, don't let him go down the field. Get get a single stop in the second half, and and you're not in this push, spot. Push Jarek McKinnon into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. It it does not sit well. And again, I I well, I can't avoid coming off as the Eagles fan here because I am the Eagles fan. But like, it had been over 500 some plays since they had called that penalty. They had not called that penalty since Christmas Eve. I find it hard to believe that there was no defensive holding for 500 some consecutive plays. And that's when it gets called. Look, don't let Patrick Mahomes run for 30 yards and give you a chip shot field goal. Don't like I said, give up, get any stops in the second half. Like there, there are a million things. It's not, I, I would have loved for the Eagles to have a shot, but there's no guarantee that they even go down and get the field goal. It was tough conditions. to kick <laughs> like it, there's a million what ifs, right? And but like it stank for me because it eliminated any shot my team had at making right. making it interesting and seeing if you get it. And the way Jalen Hurts was playing, like you can't tell me that they're, you're you know they won't score, but obviously there's no guarantee that they do. If you wanted to win the game, the defense had to do something in the second half, and they did nothing in the second half. That's yeah. basically what it comes down to. Yeah, it was a it was a definitely a failure by the Eagles defense. And, and or, to be clear, like just to finish, I it was a penalty. Like I I wish it wasn't called because it I'm that's the pure fandom, and because it's such a meaningful thing, I'll I'll never say that. Oh, I'm glad they called it. No, but it was a penalty. Like I I you know that's just the way it is. I can't. I can't fully remove myself from that fandom. Like, I feel like I can do a decent job of it, but that's the part of me that like, no, I wish they would have blown that call. I wish they would have blown the call. They didn't, they didn't. And they got it. They got it right. But like the fandom is like, ah, I wish they would have blown it. (laughs) So I choose, like I, 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 the, the Eagles defense got exposed in the second half. Instead of railing on Gannon or the players, the oh, mixture man. of the two, I choose to believe that that was a complete, amazing adjustment from Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and last, Mahomes in the last, offense. Last Saturday, like, how incredible! Last was Saturday, it? I told you who, who scares me the most. Andy the the Reed two, the two, and Patrick the two places that I give the Chiefs the advantage. I said it scares me because I think <laughs> I worry that that might be enough. Like the two most important. Oh, and it, quarterback and. And head coach. It's tougher and, to say that Mahomes was the reason because of the way Hurts played. Right. Because they right. dueled and, each other very well. Right. But, but read out coach. Right. I just mean in in this in this instance, like the play calling, and by that I don't just mean the play calling, but like the structure, the way the you strategy, set up, the, the yep. way you move to get guys, because they know when we motion this, this is the the this is what they're gonna bump to, and then they so they're showing one thing but running something else, like that's and that's not unique to Andy Reid in this game. You hear that all the time. We had Chad on years ago, and one of the things he talked about was he had played on multiple teams where virtually everything they're going to install, they may spend more time focusing on it, but they install it in the offseason mm-hmm. and in the in the preseason leading up, and maybe, you know, a thing here and there. He's like, he's like, Andy's installing stuff all the time. There's new stuff all the time. 
And so like, that's who he is. And that's who he's been for 20 some years. That's part of why he's going to be a first ballot hall of fame coach in, in my opinion and similar to your opinion. And so like, yeah. So like, and, and here's the thing, like Sirianni getting, like Reed getting the better of Sirianni. And and again, I don't think Sirianni coached a bad game and Hertz played a great game. Like that, but that can be separate from Mahomes played great when he needed to. And Reed set him up for success. Yeah. Like I, and he executed it was and separately. It was a great Super Bowl. It was a great Super Bowl. Like teams. It, I, I feel like teams like succeeded. They 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 went you know they they made it happen. I, I don't know. Sometimes you you play other good teams in the Super Bowl right. like divert the, that happens right. Like you're playing this guy who who knows what's going to happen, but he's won two Super Bowls in his first five years of playing as a starter. As a starter, been to three, right? Made the championship AFC championship game every year, right? Like sometimes it happens. You like run into a really good team. Right. Sometimes it happens. And it's disappointing and it stinks. But hey. That, <laughs> Do, see, and I and this is what I think hurts the most, and not Jalen hurts the most, but hurts so badly right now is they play ten times. I think the Eagles win it six or seven times. Yeah. Like yeah. Like the Chiefs were are very good. And yes. because of Mahomes and especially Andy Reid. They are going to win games that maybe they weren't expected to win, which I think this is a prime example of. Right. But I I do think on paper, and that's when all the little things add up and matter, the Eagles are better. Right. And even even there, like, you know, players made plays. Like, I, I, it's not like one thing. It's not like, yeah. Well, there are a couple things, but it's just it. It happens. Like that's what happens when you when the you know, that's why you play the game. Like you, you never know you what's never gonna know. happen. You never know what's gonna happen. So and but it's not like it's not like the Eagles failed me. You know, like at, I, I don't honestly, know I don't know where we're gonna go next. I have a million different things, well, you know, but well, like, I wanna wrap up the penalty because okay, I have a okay, couple yeah, more yeah, things yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah. But uh, hopefully you understand like my take down. No, like, I, I, yeah, right, I, like I'm I, with you. I understand. Well to me the Eagles overachieved this year. I think they I think players were better than people expected them to be. I think yeah. they made the right decisions personnel wise throughout the season. They were by and large healthy. I know Hertz was hurt. I know yeah. Goddard was hurt, but those games didn't necessarily stuff, right. matter. You know, they were fine come the Super Bowl. I honestly yeah. I think both teams were technically fine by the right, Super Bowl yeah. came. Um you, we can discuss Mahomes' ankle, which actually we will shortly. But the last thing about the penalty and what I was going to say, we'll probably get to when I mentioned it earlier was that's a penalty. No matter how you slice it, no matter what your biases or fandom are, that was a penalty. It should have been called. It was called what I understand from Eagles fans or NFL fans. that feel like they're deprived of a good game is if you're going to call it, then you call it always. It's the consistency, which we had that same discussion three weeks ago right. on the show right. in right. the conference championship games. Yep. I just want consistency. Right. 
Now, and I believe I missed this this play because I putting the girls to bed, whatever. There was apparently another play where Bradbury did something a little more egregious, and it wasn't called. Is that true? Earlier yeah. in the third quarter, I yeah. think it was, and I yeah. believe I missed that, right. so I didn't have that visual representation in my head. Right. So, do I want consistency? Yes. Right. But uh, there's also, and I know people don't want to hear this, but this is a group of what? Eight humans on right. the field watching. Right. Twenty-two other humans right. run into they, each other. They can just miss things. Right. Maybe they don't they have it. slow motion. Right. Maybe they, they don't have it. replay. Right. They could have just missed right. it. And I don't think, in that moment, that the official saying, "Hey, I'm going to throw this and end the game right here." Right. I don't think. Like I, I think he's thinking that's a penalty, and right. it, and it was, and it was, and uh, yeah, the one earlier. I think it was, and they didn't call it, but he could have been looking at a million different things. I know they all have techniques and there's certain things, but like, I don't think people understand how hard that is. No, no one like, has any un- idea how NFL refs, the MLB umps, right. how difficult that, those jobs that website? are. Yes. It was, I think it was. Can, can you make the call? Like, can you make yeah. the call? That was insane. We like, both did pretty well. We did really well. Now, a digital rendition of it. Versus doing it in right, live in person right, with right. thousands of people watching you is a little bit different. But no, it, it's an incredibly difficult job. And th- there's always going to be the discussions about should the refs be full-time? Is that feasible? That could be an entire episode. Right, right. But by and by, and I know it sucks because it deprived us of a thrilling ending. I mean, we still got almost a walk-off field goal right. in a game with a comeback with two incredible quarterbacks, what? it's just hey, here's the thing: if if it was a bad call, I would have been apoplectic. Like I, I would never get over it. I would never, I would never get over it if it was a bad call. It was the right call, and and this will sound weird, but you'll understand. I'm glad. It, like if You're they're going there to call it, actually if they're going to call it, I'm glad they do. And also, it's different for me too because it it would have had it left a different taste in my mouth if it was like a 50 yard penalty, like um, 50 yard pass interference call or something like that. You know what I mean? They were already like down there. You know, like the defense had already failed on that drive. You know, like mm-hmm. um, they failed once, and, and they happened to. to that was the second failure, I guess. You know, the defense got to fail twice on that drive. Right. Um, so I'm gonna, and that's just what it is. So. So I'm pulling up. Uh, I want to see if the, the Logan Wilson replay, because I want to see if I am remembering it correctly, because I very well could be. Rem- that's not that's not that. That's <laughs> certainly that is absolutely a penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking for the Logan Wilson one. So let's see if we can get Do they have video of it? Is that this? I right think here? that's the one. No, maybe it looks. Are they going to show video? I don't want stills. Stills don't tell me anything. Should the Bengals have been flagged late in the Super Bowl? I want the video. That is a still. Yeah, I don't think they're going to show the video. They probably would have by now. Hmm. All right. I'll have to keep looking. Uh, I know it exists. Right. So I'll see if I can if I can find it. That clearly was not what what I wanted. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to waste time looking for it, but I will watch it after the fact because I would like to see if I am remembering it correctly. Uh, but yeah. So we we kind of touched on it. Jalen Hurts played phenomenal. Uh, yeah. You know, all but you know. 
it's tough for me. I saw people giving him like I saw grades and stuff, and he was getting like an A A minus. To me, you lose fumble that's recovered for a touchdown. I don't know that I can give you an A. So I was a little bit surprised that people were saying like he was the fumble away from being an A plus. If you lose a fumble the way he did and it's returned for a touchdown, right? That's rough. I mean, that's literally the only thing that I could blame him for. Right. Like he did everything else nearly perfect. I saw a stat today. It's the NFL. There's only been four games where a quarterback has thrown for over 300 yards and had three rushing touchdowns in the same game, which is a crazy stat, you know, like, but like it's only happened four times. He's done it twice. (laughs) He has two of those games already in in two years, essentially as a starter. Wow. Yeah. Like if, if I take anything away from the game, like, cause the fumble was like a fluke thing. It wasn't like a ball security or like a, you know, like, Again, and I don't mean to like pile on Wentz because, like you know, we we defended Wentz. We, I probably for, and I probably defended probably, Wentz longer we than I should have. probably defended him for too long, yeah. But like the the holding it too long or being loose with the football, it wasn't that. Like it just was a freak thing that just happened. But so like, like I if if I'm encouraged, and I know there are lots of questions, and we just, I already mentioned there's no guarantees you ever get back. But like I, there's no question to me that like. Hertz is the guy. Like, because oh, you, yeah. you I look don't at, see how you can doubt him. You, right. I just, you look at I that. Don't. So he had the worst play of the game for him to let it be a tie game. They get the ball back. What's he do? Lead him on a 17 play like touchdown drive, right. like next. Like, no. He and, just like he all right. So you screwed up. What do you want to do? You want to, you want your guy to answer it. And guess what he did? He answered it and went on to score the next 10 points. And they say. had a 10 point lead ahead of him. Like, you scored 35 points in the Super Bowl. You need to win the game. Right. And I know you're going against Patrick Mahomes, so maybe we we distort that from whatever numbers we've talked about. You know that we kind of talk about those for our different teams that we root for. What what number do we need our offense to get to? We know in the NFL it's a little higher than in the other teams we root for, but like you you score 35 points, you need to win. No, I completely agree. I, I you know I don't want to put it just on the defense, but that's if you look at the two units, that's the unit that failed them. The, the Eagles defense yes. didn't live up to. I mean. We heard, I mean, you and I talked about it. The Eagles had the better offensive line. They had right. the better defensive line. Right. The, I still think the offensive line it was very good, but they were not elite. They were not what they did against no, San Francisco. No, they couldn't run the ball. No. They, well, outside Hurt, of Hurts, Hurts ran the right. ball. Outside of Hurts. And Gainwell had a couple, and Boston Scott had a couple nice runs, but they weren't able to run the ball the way they need, the way that you expect them to be able to lean on them and run the ball, which in part may hurt you in the fourth quarter. Now some of or some of that they needed to come from behind and needed to pass. But like but like but the only sack they gave up was on a, a play where Hertz ran out of bounds a yard behind the line of scrimmage. Like Yeah, well so I, I bring up the offensive line because right. we talked about it so yes. much. And yes. I said during yes. the San Francisco game and I said at the time because I didn't want people to think I was like dogging on Hertz. Right. I wasn't. I said you're just seeing one of the best offensive line in the last right. at least decade yeah. in professional football. This is what the Eagles are doing. They are elite. This is the best line in football by far. Ross Tucker was talking about it all summer long yeah. about how good the Eagles' offensive line was, and by and large, game by game, it was absolutely on display. Right. They didn't really do it in the Super Bowl. No, and they weren't. Bad, but no, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't by we and far better, right. right? And and that's a huge right. play in the game, right? Hertz's fumble came after a false start penalty. Yeah, yeah. 
on on Samalo, who I believe right. is a free agent. Yeah, and and I was reading stuff today. He's as good as gone because he's so good. The Eagles aren't going to be able to afford to. They, well, they also have a guy can, or two that can plug. Yeah, and Cam play. Jurgens is going to go in at either center or guard, depending, depending on, on what Kelsey, Kelsey decides. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I, they have Jurgens for the next three years under kind of uncontrolled contract. Right. Well, and, that, and Dickerson too. Yeah. So, so like. Yeah, the cover's not bare. They're right. going to go through some changes, and it'd be, I mean, Absolutely. it would suck to lose two guys if Kelsey would hang it up. Right. Honestly, I feel like right now I'm leaning. I think he's coming back. I don't know. I know he said he wasn't ready to make that decision. I, I but. do like that he's not making the decision right now, but I know they're also going to have another baby and, like, you yeah, know, like. Yeah. So we'll see about that. But the bigger failure of the Eagles. I think was their defensive line. Absolutely. I, I just I'm shocked that they were not able to get pressure on Mahomes. I was. Yes. And, yes. and is that a credit towards Andy Reid, the enemy, and the scheme? Or is it were the Eagles I just think, not on their game? I, I, I don't think, know. I think it's some of it. I also think a big part, and again, this is one of those things where it was for both teams, but I, I do think it hurt the Eagles more was the field. The field, yeah. The, it it let me rephrase that. I think it hurt the Eagles defensive line more than it hurts the chiefs defensive line because Chris Jones, I know he lines up different spots, but he, a lot of what I see and I, I don't watch every chiefs game. He blows up the middle. He does. Yeah. He, he's like Fletcher Cox five years ago. Right. You know, like, like that kind of pressure. Most of the time coming up it, that center center guard area, right? The Eagles pressure for the most part comes off of the, the edges. Edge. Yep. And you saw like time after time. And again, both teams, like th- those edge guys, they run at that like 45 degree angle and get under the tackle's arm and they couldn't do it. You just couldn't do it. Neither team. I, but I think that neutralized some of the edge pressure and they weren't able to generate any other pressure. You know, like again, I, both teams had to play with it. Offenses, defense, nobody, that field was awful for everyone. I just don't understand. You see Oklahoma State trying to throw the NFL under the bus saying like that's because it's supposed to be this way and the NFL added this seed to it and grew like ryegrass which is known to be slippery on top like like I just am like I I, I sent to you I was like they should have had Penn State should have gone to Penn State Um, clearly but like that was frustrating just from a, a standpoint of like how is this not the best field you know, right. like well, honestly, there was- and and it's it's equally as frustrating to know that like when all these players from all these teams are always like, yeah, Arizona's always awful. Like the field's always awful. You're like, wait, what? Like, how is this not addressed? No, now to be fair, they thought they addressed it. <laughs> like, you know, by well, not having them play on the same field they play on right, all the time. But that was like, something that I mentioned to I think my maybe my dad or or someone. I are they overthinking it by having a field designed just for the Super Bowl that's yes. raised a year and a half in advance. Yes. Wouldn't you rather have a field that is established, right. is ready to go, has been right. used? And they put it in two weeks before. The Cardinals were out like of the playoffs. Why was it not installed the week after the season? You know, like let it go four weeks. Like I, I just don't and again, I am not a turf I was just gonna expert. Say, we are not turf graph scientists. But like we can play them on TV. If you if wanted you like, a crappy, but... if they're going to pay somebody a million bucks to develop a crappy field, I think I can do yeah, that. I could, I could do that. I could yeah. do that. Um, so that was frustrating on lots of levels. I, I do think, and again, this, to be clear, I've made this point multiple times today. 
I have trouble completely removing myself from this, like the fandom from it. I think that hurt the Eagles' defensive line more than it hurt the Chiefs' defensive line. I I, I don't think that's why they lost. You know, like, well, let me phrase that. Not getting pressure is a part of the reason why they lost. But, like, I don't think the sole reason they didn't get pressure was because of the grass. I think it was a factor, but it also was probably a factor as to why the Chiefs couldn't get some pressure. You know, like, I think it it made it it really hard. Right, Right, exactly. But, like, it was disappointing because you're like, oh, man, pressure is something we're going to need. And they didn't even get close to pressure. I mean, they did a few times and Mahomes was able to escape. But, like, some of that's on him. You know, some of that is uh, – he's great at that. So, speaking of Mahomes being able to escape, I know there's some people that believe that he wasn't as injured as he was saying he was. I, I don't I don't believe that. To be true, do you, do you mean like in the Super Bowl, like when well, I'm like leading up, leading up to it? Okay, people saying he wasn't at. Well, it's also been three weeks since it happened, right? And I also heard like reports saying like, yeah, you watch practice and he seems fine. Like I feel like the reports were like, yeah, it's gonna like nag him a little bit in certain movements, but for the most part, he's okay. Like that's what I thought. And maybe I right. misread the room, but like that's well, what I, I thought the consensus was. I, like it's been three weeks, and like I you know, assumed like, he was gonna be like seventy to ninety percent. Yeah. He wasn't going to be 100. You're going to need four to six weeks. That's what, like, if you right. listen to any broadcast that has ever said someone suffered a high ankle sprain and then the prognosis afterwards, it's four to six weeks. The really bad ones require surgery, and it can be six to eight weeks. Right. It happened this year. Right. But, I don't. But then he tweaked it. Yeah. And I thought Chad was coming in. Like, I thought for sure that I Chad screamed, was coming in. Dear God, no, don't let this be happening. Like, <laughs> and that's not a knock, but, like, it's one thing to root against the Chiefs when Chad is helping is, Mahomes. But Mahomes is backup, yes. It's another if he's in there. Like, and I'm leading like, the team down the field. I'm like, no, to, don't to let score this happen. against the Eagles. Right. In his last game, which we knew about beforehand. Right, right. We knew about beforehand. I just, I was, I did not want that to happen. Did not want no, that well, to happen. Well, I. I see. I, I was on Let the opposite that. side. This could go right. either really good or really poor. Right. Like if he does what he's done the last two playoff games and he comes in and is like the hero. Right. Good for him. But like I'll never get over it. And I've already done this with you once, Chad. We've talked about this, you and I. Like I was at the game when he threw yes. the the touchdown pass, and we with, still talk about it. Where they put two seconds back on the clock. It's over seventeen years later. Right. Right. Not that I'm bitter. Not that I'm bitter. But like, you know, like we've. I've already had that happen once. I didn't need it to happen again. again. Like with him directly. So. Well, yes. I, I was sitting there in the basement of at my sister's house with my brother-in-law, with my dad, with Natalie, right. and with my cousin Matt. And we're all sitting there. And we see his ankle get tweaked. And Chad, Chad starts warming up on the right. side. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is happening. Right. This, And then the next series, he comes out. I'm right. just like right. crazy. And then we got to halftime. Right. Chiefs are down 24 well, 14. And I said, I said right away, I'm like, this is going to be like half hour, halftime. I was like, there's no way he's going to miss time in the second half. Like, I'm like, he, I think he's going to be good to go. Right. And so they'll be able to do whatever they need to do. And right. So they, it's I'm the sure Super Bowl. They right. retaped him, they iced him, they warmed him, whatever. Probably could have given him a shot. You hear about that if stuff all the to, time. Right. This is where the discussion is coming from. Okay. Okay. Because I had multiple people bring up to me directly, post about it on social media. That the NFL was investigating the Chiefs oh and gosh. Patrick Mahomes yeah. for doing something I inappropriate at halftime. I saw that. And I'm like, that's a fake thing. And, well, right. And you know, I don't like the. I, 
I don't want to get into it with random people on the internet or customers at the sandwich shop. But so it came I'm up push by back. multiple you, you people. You don't want to? You, you don't want to? <laughs> I want to, but I refuse to for so many bring, reasons. It, it, it circles back to the discussion we had earlier. Like, like I'm not going to allow myself right. to, to make my day worse by, However, <laughs> by downward spiraling this into something bigger than it needs the to be. The first person I heard that from was my dad. Not that he saw it. He had someone say it to him. Right. He actually called me and was like, is this real? Did right. you see this? And so I immediately which, was like, no. And is, I looked it up, and it was started by someone on Twitter that's that a, was posing as someone. That's a fair question. I take for like someone to, if, hey, do you think this is real? Like a legitimate, like, do you think that that's a perfectly good response? I saw it and was like, I have so many things I'm disappointed about. Patrick Mahomes' injury is like, and what they did to for him to play well in the second half is not no. Any of those, any uh, the, it all the stemmed didn't ar- even cross my mind. Well, it all stemmed around them, I guess, thinking they gave him something they shouldn't have given him, and I'm just like, what? They already have shots that make your like things like, go numb. numb like, your what? Entire, yeah. But also, how could you operate if your leg is numb? Right, which also shows me, like, I saw, you know, like PEDs. Like, what exactly? Right, what would have done that? It's just right. someone who is because looking for clout let me tell on you. Twitter. Let me tell you. If they could do that, the NFL would. And I don't mean that. Like, like if they could do that, they everyone would be doing it. No, you would well, never see anyone leave with an injury. Like what I wanted to do, and I'm I'm not good enough with video editing. What I wanted to do was snip varsity blues, <laughs> the game at the end, and have Andy Reid on John Voigt's body, uh, and then Mahomes sitting on the table. Um, with the running back, because you have um, Paul Walker's character come in and be like, "Don't do it," you know, and they're all standing there with the needles ready to stab him and you know give him whatever the painkiller and that, that like that's right. what was going through my head. But I did, I did, I don't want to say snapback because I was very careful about not getting overly animated about it. I had, we had a woman wearing her Eagles jacket. This actually the same person who was featured on the WGAL newscast when they okay. came to interview us, and they spliced it with my and yeah, Corinne's yeah, yeah, Chiefs yeah. shirts and this woman's Eagles jacket. She came in and was kind of just like generally wondering, or she was like, "Oh, did you hear they're investigating Mahomes?" And I right. immediately was like, "Yeah, that's not true. Like that was started randomly on the internet. I actually found what the post that I think started right, right. it all." I was and I and it was like yeah they gave him something at halftime they wasn't allowed like PEDs right. or something like that like, and I was like they're allowed to give him medical treatment at halftime right. like, and they didn't give him anything illegal right like and and I'm not trying to say that like I know that but what are you going to give him that's going to help what are you going to give him right like you, wh- tell like think- I'd like to know what they would give him that would have helped in that situation. <sighs> Listen, if we've – I'll refrain from that full comment I was going to make. But, like, I'll, I'll revise it to this comment. Joey, you and I both know that everyone's an expert on everything. I know. Like, that that was that was me being an adult there because what I was going to say was much more pointed. Yes. And I'll say it to you after the show. <laughs> well, and I, I do have a bunch of things to talk to you about after the show. As oh, yeah, I yeah, texted yeah, you, yeah, you about, told me. Yeah, I talked to my dad about it already. I, I let him know. <laughs> Uh, but the Wilson football related, good stuff, but not, not Super Bowl related, but yeah, overall really, really good Super Bowl. It, it was a great um, Super Bowl. I, I hate that there's a cloud. I'll never watch it again. No. I, I hate that there's a cloud of fake, literal fake news right. about right. it circling. Right. Um, hopefully that dies down quickly. 
I do, don't like that a penalty helped decide the game, but the penalty was warranted. Right. We can have a discussion about consistency, and that's fair. No. I, I don't like the intense feelings. I, I understand the intense feelings that Eagles fans had after that. I don't like the conspiracy stuff. Like, no. I don't like when any fan no. base does that kind of thing. I don't like when my own fan bases do that right. kind of thing. Right. It, well, see, and both like sides of the, well, I shouldn't say really both sides, but like that is in, in, in honestly, like in part of me avoiding stuff is also stuff like that. Like, I don't want to uh, subject myself to all the Chiefs, like great stuff. Like, that's just like they won. That's great. That's right. awesome. I'm, I'm happy I for some, I'm, I'm happy, I'm like on, literally yeah. personally for some of them. Yeah. But like, but like, I don't need to like go through it. To Again, the same level I would it. would normally like right. through any other sporting thing, but at the same time, like I don't want to hear. I'll just summarize it all by like excuses for stuff, or like especially like made up stuff. Like I I just don't like I have enough things that I'm frustrated or disappointed in. I don't need to be frustrated or disappointed about fake stuff too. Right, like right. like Completely I have I have enough disappointment in the things that actually happened. I don't need to have yeah. like fake rage or anger about things that didn't even happen. Right. Again, a lesson I feel like a lot of people could apply to lots of things. Like there's enough that we worried about. I don't need to worry about the stuff that doesn't actually happen. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh you said it. That's for sure. Um I, I I was I I couldn't believe the you know I don't I don't want to bring that up no 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 I I, on the show. I was right, going to say yes, something yes, but yes, I don't even yes, want to yes, go there yes. so um congratulations to the Eagles incredible year sorry it couldn't end with right. the trophy because I, that was a great team right and and it stinks because there's lots of questions because there were lots of there are some veteran pieces there but they also have a lot of contributors who are really young. Um, and they've been able to like develop some guys like Jeffrey Jeff Stoutland coming back. Like that's huge for the offensive line, no matter what that offensive line looks like, because right. he's proven that he can develop guys, which is huge. You know, having guys like like AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and, and some just some of those things, you know, like that's all huge. And I'm I'm excited right. for that. And again, I, I know like the fumble was there. You can't you can't eliminate it, but like I watched that game and just end this season, and I look at Jalen Hurts and I'm like, man, I'm a I'm excited that he's my quarterback, you know, for the foreseeable yeah, he future. He like, answered I'm, all those I'm, questions. I'm excited you about that. Need right. To know. Right. Like, and that's what we said. Like, if if you would have told me this time last year that, hey, listen, Jalen Hurts is going to play well enough. And I at an look, MVP level. At an MVP level and play a a a really, really good game in the Super Bowl. Right. Like, what what more could I ask for? I, I was saying, like, what we need to know is, is he the guy or not? Right. Like, that was the, the, the biggest thing that we needed to get out of this season. And we've certainly seen he's the guy. Now, they have lots of questions. I – yes, there's going to be huge cap questions because you're going to need to sign Jalen. Jalen still has a year left on his contract. But, like, you're going to need to sign him to an extension, and you need to do it this year, in in my opinion. But having that extra year lets you gives you some cap flexibility for that time. I say I use that term loosely, right? But like because he's you're not just straight up franchising him, you know, like and having that contract start necessarily technically immediately. Like there's some things you can do to give yourself at least a little wiggle room, you know. You can spread it out over that other year and, and some things like that. But pay the man, like there's no doubt. And yeah. by all accounts, it seems like the Eagles are going to do that and they're going to start to, you know, like I don't 
feel like they've gone the Baltimore Lamar route there where there's any hard feelings or anything. Yeah. Like I think both teams, both parties will get it done. And if anything, yeah, it, it's tough, but like that's the area, like the cap manipulation is the area that, um, what's his name? Uh, Howie Roseman is the best at. Yeah. Like that's what right. he's best at that and fleecing the saints. Like he, that that is what he is best at. So like, oh. I just feel like, Look, do they have some tough things ahead because of like some cap situations? Absolutely. But if anybody can get it done, Howie Roseman is is the guy to get that done. Now, there are questions about drafting stuff, but like he he's parlayed that too. Like I mentioned this last Saturday, like all but AJ Brown of the starting offense were drafted by the Eagles. Right. Like I saw one report that says they think Miles Sanders is going to Miami because um, they don't think the Eagles will. Give him the money he wants, but I mean, I don't. I love seeing. I would Penn hate, I'd hate Miami. to see. Him. I, I just. I, I hope. I hate to see him I leave. Don't want to like, but d- like, dig Philly. But I hope Miami uses them more than Philly did at times because I feel like there were times that they just kind of forgot about yeah. the running game over the yeah. last few years. Yeah. Not not counting Jalen Hurts. Right. No. 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 Um, I understand what you mean. But okay, that's fine. Right. Um, so, so we're already at an hour. There's a few things yeah, left sorry, to cover. Sorry. No, that's fine. I knew that this was what could go on a while, but I don't want to go on. We're forever. ripping this bandaid off so, nice and slow. Um, <laughs> and and the only other topic I want to talk about, and we're not going to do it tonight. We can push it to another time. The next time we're on, we can talk about it because it's something that will bleed over into this season. Okay, is the the short yardage fourth down? Oh yeah, yeah plays yeah. with yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, what essentially has become in, in a bush push on steroids right. type of thing. The tush push. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and that's a discussion that will probably take 10 or 15 minutes. So we're right, not going right. to talk about that now because it it happened in the Super Bowl. And I think because of – and I said this to you, the number of people that we're exposed to now, right. I think it become became more of a talking point. So we'll cover that uh, maybe, in, maybe in two weeks when we're back. Um, I believe we're going to start our – college football series again in two weeks playing the college football nice. game and we can have a discussion that's a great time to have a discussion like yeah, that yeah talk about uh the eagles use of it their success and why maybe it'll be changed or even eliminated right and i know there's there's two sides to that and i think i already made my point to you but you, we'll you bring did. it up you did um we'll, we'll, we'll and again dissect it just completely clear, i'm gonna have a hard time removing myself completely <laughs> like the fan completely from that and i we we have that discussion all the time. Um, so that is something that we will discuss in the future. It won't be next week because next week we're actually doing Bulldog Hour. So we are starting our uh, Wilson football show. Uh, we always do like a winner update. That will be next Sunday, February 26th. That's same crazy. time. I don't know who, what – we were hoping to have a guest on each of these off-season shows. I haven't got confirmation of any of that from anyone, <laughs> mostly because I haven't asked anyone. <laughs> uh, we've had discussions about who we want, but I haven't actually – Officially reached out for this specific episode. So we'll be talking about Wilson football next Sunday. So in two weeks, the first Sunday in March, which I think is the 5th, March 5th, we will be playing college football on Xbox and talking about NFL. And we'll do more of our 2023 preview because we didn't really get like early season, like early predictions, just like who's going to be better, who's going to be worse, where can we think some players will go. Not the actual like preview we do in May, June, and July, but just like early thoughts on the 2023 season because it's right before March Madness. Flyers are bad. We're not caring too much about NHL. Sixers are still in the middle of the season. They still have a few months till playoffs. So we'll play college football on Xbox and we'll talk NFL offseason and maybe who we think could surprise or disappoint next year. Just as a fun topic. And then we'll do the uh, the Eagles short yardage situation um, in two weeks. 
at some point, our hope is over the next four to six weeks that we can welcome in Chad Henny, friend of the program. I say just because he's been on with us a few times. Uh, you know, he he was the headliner of our hundredth episode, but way back in twenty thirteen, seventy one shows ago. Yeah, or... uh, our hundredth episode in June twenty thirteen. Chad was our special guest. We did it live and in person at the uh, West Lawn United Methodist Church, and we had about fifty people there. That was awesome. Then he joined us a few years later. I guess it had it was a while. It was about six years later we had him back on the show, and that was prior to him winning any Super Bowls. Yeah. That was in person. That was a great show. That was almost exactly um, four years ago, like in the last few days. Then a year after that, we had him back on the show, but it was Bulldog Hour, not this show. Uh, and you were here I with wasn't us. Here, yeah. um, you were ill. That was right before COVID uh, happened. Right. Uh, it but was like I the was, month leading up to that. I was really sick. Yeah, you were really <laughs> sick. Um, so you didn't join. Did you call in though? I think I did. I think you called I think in. I did. But it was just Chad and I here. And then. I, on a whim, reached out to him in 2021 yeah. after the the Browns playoff game where he came in and helped. So the that was win. a roller coaster for me because, like, one of my best friends <laughs> is, like, a diehard Browns fan. He's also a diehard Michigan fan <laughs> who lives surrounded by Ohio, Ohio State, State fans. So yeah. he was, like, as much as that hurt him, he he did relish in the fact that, like, all these fans who really right. don't like Chad. Yeah. Not, like, personally. But, like, you know, like – they rooted against him in college right. and they were rooting against him in, in that pro scenario that Chad was able to kind of stick it to them. Like he, he did relish that Michigan to that time. Um, all this to say that Chad last joined us briefly, like I think like not even t- 10 minutes. We had him by phone after that, his, uh, his divisional round heroics against the Browns two years ago, which was awesome. Like he didn't need to do that. And right. we appreciate him calling in like literally, I think while he was, eating dinner like with family to call us to talk to us about it which was cool we couldn't connect last year but i initiated conversations hopefully this year in the next four to six weeks we can have him on not just because he won another super bowl and as i saw shared with you and then adam pointed out i'm sure because it includes the name dan marino on it chad henney is now retiring with more super bowl wins than well, Aaron, what was it? Aaron Rodgers, uh, Dan Marino, Marino Philip Rivers. Rivers, and there, wasn't there one more guy on I there, like so. a big, like pretty big, like Warren right. Moon or something right. like yeah, that? Combined, uh, Dan Fouts, maybe it was. Maybe combined, like Chad Henney has won two Super Bowls, and those quarterbacks combined have won one, and it was Aaron Rodgers, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Or fortunate, depending on your perspective. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, true, true. If, if, yeah, well, I don't even want to know, oh, how what I'd be like if he was in Brady's category, winning seven. That would be awful. <laughs> but anyway, Chad retired. He announced on the field after the yeah. game that he he's done after 15 seasons in the NFL. And you, we want to talk to him about his entire career, not just NFL-wise, but you know his entire football. I mean, the last two decades of his life was dedicated to this sport. So we thought it would be a lot of fun if we could talk to him about all his successes and his experiences. Yeah. And I know we've done this multiple times before, but things change. And yeah, you know, it's not often that we can say we'd have a Super Bowl champion. Well, like on the, I on think, the program, I, so. I think often of the things that he's talked to us about on the show, and like even like after the show, like when when we we just had the things, things that we to wish talk. we could broadcast, yes. right? Like just stuff like that. It's just really interesting. Like some of those things, like you know, um, yeah, like it's 
It's just a lot of fun. That one story that we won't go into details on came up again recently as they were talking about like, what if Chad didn't sign with Kansas City five years ago? And I was thinking, I was like, yep. We know a lot about that situation. (laughs) So, yeah, hopefully we can work out schedule wise because. I think it would be as much as I appreciate him calling two years ago. It's always fun to have him here. Yeah, any guests, honestly, right. I'd much right. rather have people here talking. Yeah, to it's us. a lot of fun. It makes it easier on my end to tech and produce wise, but also it just feels like the it's a very organic and genuine conversation when we're all in the same room. So right. hopefully um, we can make that work. It would be great. I have one of his Instagram photos up for those of you watching here with us now. Him holding the Lombardi Trophy again, and he shared pictures with us um, three years ago after their first victory. And this is from the most recent one. And obviously, since he won his first, he got to go through the the anything is possible uh, craze from two years ago. And I do love how that has been embraced, not only by him tagging, hashtagging this photo with that, but also the uh, Chiefs Chiefs and Chiefs Kingdom. Like, it's it's cool. And um, did you see, I don't know if I can pull this up real fast. Um, Did you see the... Incredible, incredible shirt that um, Chris Oladokun wore to the parade. So, no, I did not. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Because uh, he's on the he's on the float with. Here he is. I don't know if you can see that, Justin. I I can't from here. All Sorry. right, I'll see if I can pull up. So the parade photos are really cool. You can see him wearing it there. There's one, and there he is right there with Chad. Um, there it is. Oh, there. So it's uh. I, I I can't remember the name of the company, but I immediately found that shirt because it's like that's going in the archive. Um, that's but cool. It's uh, it's got photos from the game that's spawned anything is possible. Uh, so yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you have a guy wearing your shirt yeah. with Patrick Mahomes pointing at it. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of great content from uh, Chad and Brittany about their experience, and from the whole family, the right. Hennies, the Hartmans, right. everyone posting awesome, awesome photos. So if you're a fan of the Chiefs and and Chad Henny, just go on uh, Instagram to check that out. But I mean, you can just see all these things that he's been tagged in. Uh, this isn't even like his stuff. This is other people. Well, this is Oladokun, uh, his photos from the parade, and it was just uh. Just really cool to go through and see all these uh, pictures. But I saw that shirt. And I was like, "That is amazing. That is that is that is great. That is um, a good one." So yeah, lots of uh, lots of cool photos from everything. This one, you might be seeing that one in a promo <laughs> for his appearance on the show. Just uh, letting you know. And all, a lot of these photos that uh, he's tagged in are just from people at the parade too. It's not That's like cool. I know the one I was showing with that was the Oladokun's account, right, and right, the Chiefs right. posted great ones too. And Chad's got like plenty. Kingdom but crew. this is yeah, this like, is just people that were on the parade route taking pictures and then tagging him. And then you can find him and just look at like, that's an incredible photo that was not taken by the chiefs right, right. or a chief's player that was taken by someone in the crowd. I'm assuming had a really good camera though. Cause it's an incredible picture. Um, but yeah, just, just awesome. So hopefully we can make that work. Um, hopefully Chad is interested in joining us. I know he's been making the rounds. He's been everywhere yeah. and I know he's got uh, a bunch on more. He was on Schefter. I'm sure he's going to be on Ross Tucker. I'm yeah. honestly, I'm expecting to hear that probably early this week w- wouldn't wouldn't shock me uh, but hopefully we can get him on on the program to uh talk about it and get a little bit more of a local flavor talk about uh right. um his plans now that he'll be back in the yeah. area and uh, see what his future is all about so uh i think that 
is about it. We didn't get to talk about 2023 season, our expectations. We'll do that in the future. Yeah, we got I, some time. I also thought like if for some reason we weren't getting great discussion about the Super Bowl, I know probably crazy to think that. Yeah, also, but, but to be fair, you didn't really know how I was going to like <laughs> how I react. If well, I just even, give if I give one word answers every time everything like So what are your, your thoughts? It sucked. Like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> even in your disappointment, you usually have plenty to say. So Right, cuz like I said like I I don't know. Well, it, it is what it is. It's disappointing. It'll be disappointing for a long time. But like, I, it's nothing. Like, what? What am I going to say? Right. They, they lost to a great team. If they, like, if they would have lost to, I said to some, like, and this isn't a knock on them, but like, the if, if they would have lost to the Jags, like, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Like, I, that I wouldn't right. because I don't view the Jaguars as better than them, and I don't, I don't necessarily view the Chiefs, but like, I view the Chiefs as really good and perfectly reasonable that they they would win. You know, like. How, how the, funny is it that you uh, picked out, you played, and then picked out the two teams coached by former Eagles coaches? Right, right. <laughs> Would the Peterson one have hurt more because of its recency? No, because like in part because like I, you're just so happy because he's the one that led you to the yeah, prize, like man. he won, like he he won, like and he was a victim of decisions made elsewhere. Does that make sense? Like I, I fully feel like he was the fall guy and they, they felt like they needed a fresh start and again, like the Reed situation, but very, obviously very different than the Reed situation. But I think they just, it was best for everybody if they just kind of went their separate ways. It just happened much quicker than the Reed one went, but I'll forever be indebted. He, he won the Super Bowl yeah, championship right. in Philly. Like, so we got a few people chiming in here throughout the program. Um, my dad saying that both Logan and Natalie are Cowboys fans. Um, Logan is 100% on that wagon right now. He doesn't understand why. So that could change because his dad's an Eagles fan. As he gets older and wiser. Uh, um, and then my mother-in-law saying that she was a Natalie Haley fan, which I, I agree. I am as well. Um, your mom said, how about those Ravens? <laughs> and laughing about it because – uh, it was it was a rougher year than I thought it would be for them, and I don't know what's going on with Lamar. But again, that'll be for a future show. Well, so here's here's the key right now: the Eagles cannot let the Jalen Hurts. I say situation, just meaning like they need right. to get a con. They can't let it devolve into what the Ravens have done yes. with. And I don't even know like who's to blame for that. Like I, I don't. It's actually, weird. Actually, I know who's to blame for that. The Browns and Deshaun Watson are to blame for that because well, they true. they they really. But he he's representing himself, right? Yeah, and yeah, he always see, that's, has. See, right? that's a weird situation, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, last thing was um, Brent says he heard Chad's looking for jobs at local sandwich shops. <laughs> well, if so, he is, I, I think he, he – Yeah, I said I said I think we could probably find a, find a, find a spot for him. So uh, last thing to mention, non-sports related, but I did I would be remiss if we didn't mention Thon because oh, this weekend was Penn State Dance Marathon. Yeah. Um, and once again, despite not canning and still having restrictions from, you know, COVID stuff over the last right. few years, still breaking records. They raised Unreal. over $15 million this yeah, last year. that was year. so cool. Um, I think the reaction when we saw them live stream was, oh my gosh, like, just like <laughs> an audible, like gasp of like 15 million. It was so cool. Yeah. It's always awesome to see that. And when the numbers are that big, it's right. kind and, of and unfathomable. Records make it even cooler, but even if they don't, even if it down from the pre- right. like even it's if still next year's just, 14 it's, it's still it's amazing it's amazing right uh i got my uh, homemade thon captain shirt on from 16 years ago <sighs> was when my senior year with kelly and adam just at think, penn state soon it's going to be as long since you did thon 
as the kids will be old right. that are doing Thon currently. Yeah, yeah I'll have, I always look at it like, how many times have I gone through high school or through elementary yeah. school, you know, through whatever primary education, you know, you know, 12 or 13, depending on how you look at it with kindergarten. How many times have I done? Well, I'm almost three times through that in age wise, you know, but then I look like 16 years, like in a few years, I'll have get done an entire life that I would be starting at Penn state again. Don't Well, just think like in, it won't be too long till we're going up for the weekend to cheer on Natalie as she's dancing. And, yeah. you know, oh, like. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, anyways, this shirt was made for me by my sister and uh, our neighbor and friend, Alyssa. Uh, and I, I just – I sent a picture to Corinne the other night when I when I put it on. It was honestly just a coincidence right. um, that I pulled it out to, to be a, a, a sleep shirt. But a great fortuitous timing with Thon this weekend. Um yeah, it's an incredible event. I'm sure by now everyone watching and listening to this show knows about it. But if you don't, visit thon.org. Uh, 6ABC has been doing a great job over the last like yeah, decade right now promoting it throughout the weekend. Uh, it's just you know largest student-run philanthropy in the world, raising money to conquer childhood cancer. I'm not really sure how you could not get on board with that. So uh, congratulations to all the Penn State students that were involved in running the event this weekend. And raising funds over the last – it's not even – I say a year. Fundraising doesn't really start till like August. And honestly, it might even technically – it used to be like September for canning, which isn't even a thing anymore, which boggles my mind that they can raise this much right. every year and not have that additional revenue source. So excellent, excellent job as, as always. So congratulations to uh, the entire Penn State uh, institution – the students, alumni, all the corporations that that help out. I know people have their angst for corporations, but none of that would be possible without them, both right, to run the right, event and right. to financial donations. So uh, kudos to all of them getting involved. And I just love to see all the news coming from Penn State Hershey Medical Center mm-hmm. and the, the Ford Diamonds Fund for all the support and the great things that they're doing with, uh, with the event and the money that comes from it. So, um think that was it for me i don't know you got anything else i'll say happy belated birthday to uncle rich yeah, I mean, we mentioned sister. it last right, week right yeah. also to your sister we mentioned them last week but we'll mention them here again um and that was this day a year ago we celebrated our 75th anniversary at the I sandwich shop with that. our cool. with our event where we sold sandwiches for 75 cents it was a crazy crazy <laughs> day not planning on doing that again anytime soon, but you know we're another a year well, into 24 it. Twenty four years, so. twenty four more years. I, I, a dollar. I said, I did say, I said to my sister and my dad, I was like, we, you know, a hundred is the next. I'm not doing it at eighty or eighty five. Like, I think we should do it at seventy seven. Oh, that's that's think next about year. Well, not, think about how awful that would be with the change for everything. Oh gosh. Well, well had to have tax yeah, on the seventy five yeah, yeah, cents. Yeah, yeah. I did co- consider saying to them. Can we do it with taxes included so people can just hand us three quarters? Right. Like, but then people were buying four or five of them anyway, so it didn't it didn't matter. Right. But yeah, so I, the, those memories <coughs> popped up that we did that a year ago today. So it was a lot of fun. But um, I think that's pretty much it. We went long, but Super Bowl recap it that's going to happen. But again, Bulldog Hour next week. Back on this show in two weeks, probably playing NCAA college football. Your, your dad's favorite on Xbox, but we got a lot of topics to talk about, oh, all yeah. football, NFL related. 
Uh, and hopefully at some point we'll be welcoming Chad on the show. We will not be playing Xbox that night. That'll change things. The three of us shows will... up and we're like, hey, uh, you have to do special teams because uh, I do defense and join us all times. Honestly, I know he was at one time a gamer. I've been online playing Call of Duty with him and Chris before. But that was a long time ago now. I'm wondering, hey, you're retired now. You gotta, if you don't have a new Xbox, it's time to get one. The There's a college football out. game coming out in a year. So, yeah, well, hey, that's something that I'm going to add that to the rundown of the questions to ask Chad. Is he going to get back into video games? Or maybe he's been this whole time and just didn't know that he was still doing that. Madden's a huge thing, even with uh, the NFL players now. So, all right, that's it. That's it for us. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. To listen to episode 371 as we recap Super Bowl 57, we will be back next week with Bulldog Hour, two weeks with this show, and uh, we hope everyone enjoyed. So for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. We'll be back again on this show in two weeks. So have a good night and see you all again real soon. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time. <laughs>